Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the After Hours Podcast. I'm so happy that you are choosing to listen to me tonight or whenever you're listening to me, whatever time of the day. Um, God, I always want to start these by saying like, how are you doing? But I, uh, I'm not actually talking to a person, so I can't do that, but I, I wish that I could. But anyways, um... So, tonight's episode is going to be about mental health because I think that mental health is probably one of the most, not probably, it is one of the most important things in the world, yet I feel like it's it's never talked about enough or as much as it should be. Um, And... I think that a reason that it doesn't get talked about enough is because it's really, really hard to talk about it. Like, kind of like the episode that I did about um, my eating disorder, like, I I don't enjoy talking about that. That's not something that I, you know, want to think about all the time. But the thing is, like, it's mental health. It is on our minds all the time. So the only way to release it in any in any sort of way is to talk about it um, because there are there are alternatives that are not that are not healthy. Um, I don't really know how to get into it because there's so much to talk about. Like, I don't know when you think of mental health, what comes to your mind first? Is it? Is it struggle? Is it, you know, you're content? You feel good? Do you think of a friend? Do you think of yourself? Do you think of your mom or dad? You know, it's it's a tough thing to think about. Um, but I think that when I think of mental health, I do think of people that I love who I know struggle with either anxiety or depression or eating disorders or you know there's so many things just it doesn't have to have a label either Uh, I think that we try to put so many labels on like how we're feeling not even just like oh I'm angry I'm sad I am annoyed I am anxious you know it's always well you are being diagnosed with anxiety you are being diagnosed with depression and sometimes it is comforting to have those titles but I also feel like, like I don't want it to, to be this thing that defines you, you know. Like when I was, um, not necessarily. I hate saying the word diagnosed because it makes me feel so stupid. But when I was basically told like you have an eating disorder, um, or you are bulimic, or you know, like. I felt so stupid. I was like, so this is what I, this is what I am now. You know, even, even though no one knew, I never told anybody, but I knew in my head and I would always walk around thinking like, oh, they're gonna, like, if they did know, they would think of me as the girl with the eating disorder. They wouldn't think of me as Sydney's Olman. Like, and I think, I think that so many people feel that like when, when they are diagnosed with depression or anxiety or 
whatever they walk around and and they feel like that's all that they are is just this thing that kind of eats you alive day after day um and I just want you to know that you're not that that's not what you are you are not one thing you know you're not you're not the depression that tries to take you down but you're also not the happiest version of yourself because that's impossible to be happy all the time I think that who we are is is like a combination of every single thing about us like you can be angry and you can be overjoyed at the same time I know a lot of people including myself who have experienced like the depth of being happy and being sad at the same time it's a weird feeling it's I think that it's something that everyone has gone through or will go through at some point and it's it's hard to deal with because I think I don't know I'm gonna I'm gonna try to talk a little bit about my own um struggle with mental health and and all that jazz and just the broader aspect of it and then also like um ways that you can try to help yourself too um because I think it's important it's I don't know about you guys but when I know that people can relate and they can understand what I'm going through I feel I feel a lot better and I wouldn't be talking about this kind of stuff if I just wanted to like I would never do it for attention or anything like that I want to talk about it because I don't want people who feel the same way because I know how hard it is I don't want people who also feel that way to feel like no one gets it um I want you to, like I want you to know that I get it I always will um but yeah so I guess I'll just kind of talk about my own thing then I've never really put a ton of attention on um on how sad I can get I I don't know like clinically if I am a depressed person um you know I haven't like gone in to get tests or anything like that because I think it's hard for me to put a lot of thought and and attention onto it because I think when it pops up for me I just try to ignore it as much as I can but every single person in the world has felt depressed um but that being said I also think that I um I feel it a lot and it goes it like snaps in and out for me like I will I will be going about my day and I'll be having a really good day and whether it's like I see something that triggers something or I think about something or someone says something that just kind of it's just wrong wrong thing at the wrong time it'll completely snap for me and then that's all I can think about or or like I'll be in a group of friends and we'll be like hanging out and having fun and then all of a sudden I'm just sad and I can't think about anything else and I think that's one of the hardest things is when you just want to be like the fun friend that doesn't care about anything 
but you have these thoughts in your head that just don't shut the hell up and it's it's I don't I don't know like the thing for me is that when I'm having a bad day I don't show it because I don't want to make people uncomfortable and I I really like to be the friend that is there for everybody else I hate when people are there for me it, that sounds really really bad to say but I there's something about like the act of of needing to to rely on someone or like the thought of of breaking down into someone someone's arms is just it freaks me out I don't like to rely on anyone to make me happy or to keep me sane I always just tell myself to do that on my own and I think that that's definitely that that like comes from being sad but it also makes it worse I think so that's a that's a tough thing but it's just a bad habit of mine is to just you know act like I don't really don't really need anyone because because I like to be the person who can be there when their friend is sad you know I I like to be the shoulder to cry on rather than being the one crying and um it's it's just messy but I think like when I was younger well one another thing is like I've seen a lot of people talk about mental health and they say like well everything stems from childhood everything comes from childhood and they'll talk about how like they had a really tough childhood or they um they were like diagnosed with depression or anxiety at a very young age and that kind of thing and I think that sometimes I feel guilty because I had a wonderful childhood I was always happy when I was a kid I think that I was a deep thinker, but I, I was, I never felt like I was not loved. And I think I was good at expressing my emotions. And, and I had two parents in the house who never failed to, to be good to me. Great, great brothers, great friends. You know, like you go through the occasional, like lose a friend, um, get in a fight with someone, that kind of thing. But I had a, I had a perfect childhood. And, and I still feel so, like, unlovable sometimes. And it, I, I feel guilty because it's like, where did that come from? Like, am I making myself feel that way? It almost feels selfish because I wasn't taught that. I was never taught that I was hard to love. But for some reason, I, I like, self-teach like, I'm like, yeah, nobody likes you. You're ugly. Those people don't want you to sit by them. Those people do not want to talk to you. They're all looking at you. They all think you're fat. Like, just random things like that. And it's like, no one, no, not ever in my life have I heard one of those things said to me by someone. Ever. But I am constantly telling myself that. I saw this um, this movie one time, I don't remember what movie it was, but there was a clip where a character was talking about how 
this person um I know is struggling with this like this serious thing and this other person that I know he's struggling with this really serious thing and they're both so much happier than I am like the comparison part is what gets me too you know it's having like a friend or or someone close to you who is just doing so well it's it's so easy to be happy for them it's like man like I'm so happy that you're happy why don't I feel that way you know and then and then when you start to really compare it it clouds like all of your reasoning you know you cannot compare yourself to other people's lives because there is no way that they have gone through any of the same things that you have and whether you think that they've gone through more than you have whether whether they have or not like you know on paper it doesn't matter because everyone handles everything differently you know everyone loves differently everyone hates differently everyone hurts in a different way so if if you're going through like this sad sad point in your life and your best friend is like thriving they are doing all of it they are you know just having a blast and you never see them fall you never see them like not sparkle and you're just like God, like why I mean like what what am I really what do I have to be sad about if they're doing so well you know but you can't invalidate your own feelings because that only makes it worse. It only makes you feel like more of a loser. If, you know, like imagine if someone walked up to you and, and they were like, no, you're not allowed to feel that way. You're just not allowed to. You're not deserving enough to, to feel like that. Like, no. So why would you say it to yourself? You cannot talk to yourself that way, you know? Anyway, I don't really remember what I was talking about before I went off on that little thing, but I tend to do that a lot. Um, <laughs> anyways, I think I was talking about my own, my own whatever, but um, like I talked about in a different episode, I think that I was talking about childhood. Anyways, um, yeah, I had a great childhood. I think that the eating disorder was the first thing that ever like was was like big like when I was going through it I was like this this is a lot why am I feeling like this this isn't this isn't just a joking you know this doesn't feel young it does I don't feel like a kid when I have these thoughts um and I think that I was, I think I was really depressed when I was going through that. I was comparing myself to a lot of my friends who I thought were a lot prettier and skinnier than I was. And I was like, why, like, does, does God hate me? Why, why do I look like this? And they get to look like that. You know, it's unfair. And then I would hate myself for, for hating the thing that created me. And then I would just, you know, like they just kind of pile on top of each other all of the bad negative things and I was doing better 
um, for a while, I guess, like I kind of steered back on the path until I was like, I think 15 and that was around when COVID happened or first started. And I remember like just the amount of time I spent in my bedroom and I would like redecorate all the time you know I would because there was nothing else to do so I would like print out a bunch of pictures I found on Pinterest and like put them on my wall and then the next day I'd be like no 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 no. I I'm gonna do it like this and I would like switch it and switch it and switch it because that was like the main room that I was living in and I would write a lot there were days when I like danced in my room to my favorite songs and there were days when I cried and and I would have loud music on so that no one would hear me crying because it was like it was like a hard cry and I almost feel like that's kind of a metaphor for like you can't you can't try to just change yourself and reinvent yourself over and over and over if you don't like the original you you know you have to you have to cope with who you are before you make this new version of who you want to become you know you can't just redecorate your bedroom just because you have nothing else to do just because like it's there and you have to live there no you can't you can't like harm your body because it's the body that you have to live in you have to learn to love it and I think at the time I was I was really struggling and this is every single kid in the world at that time because oh my god it was awful just being alone and at home all the time but I think that in that period of my life, I was a different kind of sad. Like, you know, it was like, I'm going to avoid this as long as I can until it just breaks me. It was that kind of sad. Which on some days it made me feel super good because it there was a little bit of pride like, mm, yeah, I have those emotions, but... I, I'm not feeling them today. Like, screw that. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be happy today. It's not really a choice. You know, you can choose the things that influence it, but you can't choose to be happy or sad. It's It's a terrible way of looking at it. And I was just not working through how I felt. And, um... After after COVID and my eating disorder had come back I think that was always like my my cry for help was just to stop eating because I had gone through it previously so it was like okay like my parents know how this goes because I already went through it this is something that can be fixed you know they can give me food they can give me a diet they can tell me what to eat they can bring me to therapy this is curable but I feel like I didn't focus a lot on, like, why I was so sad. I just 
turned it into a different version of sadness, which was basically self-harm. But um, fast forward to, like, oh, jeez, junior year, which would have been last year. Um, I always look back on that year and I'm like, man, that was such a good time. Like, I did so many things. I made so many good choices. I had such good friends. Like, I think I block out a lot of the things that I went through because I just don't, I didn't want to feel them at the time and I don't want to think about them now. But, like, sometimes I'll be going through journals and I will see something with the date of like last December and last December was when I was in one act and I hung out with my friends every weekend and um I like really liked this guy and and just everything was kind of like it seemed perfect on paper but I would like find a journal entry from then that was like and it would say something along the lines of, I'm really, really trying to hang on. Or something like that. And it's like, I don't remember writing that down. I don't remember even feeling that. That's insane to me how how we block out those memories. And it it is a big deal. You know, even if it's just a stupid little thing that I wrote down a year ago it's something that I felt and obviously I needed to get it out if I wrote it down on a piece of paper but um again I think it's that like the savior complex of I just want to help the people that I love I don't want to focus on me I don't want to you know it's like this stubbornness and god it drives me insane when I do it but I it's all I know how to do um, and I think purpose and living somewhere other than where everyone I love was did not help at all. I, uh, I think I took all of the good versions of me, the happiest parts of me, and I, I took those to, to audition and I used those for my paper to get in, and I used those in the interview, but I didn't think about the part of me that that needed my friends, and my house, and my bedroom that I redecorate every five minutes. Like, I didn't, I blocked all of that out, and, and then I went, and it wasn't what I thought it was gonna be, and it's that that thing in the back of your mind that's like, oh, you're going to let every single person that you love down. You're going to let them all down. And I still feel that way all the time. You know, I'll be sitting in a class back at, high, you know, the high school that I went to before Purpich. I'll just be sitting in a class, like, listening to the teacher and I'll zone out a little bit. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, you don't think that everyone in here thinks you're a failure or that you screwed up or you're embarrassing because you went away and made this big deal about it. Now you're just back. Like, like I get those thoughts all the time. 
and I even walk past like I still have so many things in boxes downstairs in the basement on the way to my room that I haven't unpacked because I don't think I want to you know I don't want to talk about the things that I felt while I was away I don't want to look at the things that I brought with me I just want them to stay in their boxes but that's not it's not healthy it kind of makes me think about how like I do this thing where I love what I'm what I'm doing with my life and I have all these things scheduled and I like tire myself out but I I'm like so into it and it's distracting me so I love it and um I'll like stay out till two in the morning with my friends and then work at 6 a.m the next day so that so that I have something that's keeping my mind preoccupied and and then I always get a burnout and um I think I think that that's kind of an awful way of doing things because I can tell you right now that the burnout days they suck you know like there will just I remember last year especially but a couple times this year too I just wake up and I don't know if it's if it was like feeling depressed or anxious or if it even has a fucking title but just not feeling good enough to go out and and like live and I would just tell my mom like mom I I can't today I gotta stay home I gotta you know I need to recoup and it would always be on a day too where I didn't have anything scheduled you know randomly and be like okay like I don't have I don't have speech I don't have um plans with friends I don't have voice lessons I don't have to go meet with this person like this is going to be my day off and those days are always so eerie like I remember I remember one of the days that I took off was mainly because someone that I knew had tried to take their own life and they they were okay they were alive and I didn't know them like super well but it was still someone that I knew around my age and it was it was just really really a big deal in my brain like I couldn't stop thinking about it and I stayed home from school um for a million other reasons but I remember like writing a song about it and crying about it I know that that thought of taking that action has has been on my mind before and you know it's there and then when someone actually someone that you care about or even simply someone that you just know who you know is a good person they try to do that it puts things into perspective like no other and I remember feeling like oh my god I want to reach out to this person I want them to know 
that even though they don't really know me, I'm happy that they're alive. And now, now I know how much pain that can cause because, you know, a lot of people were very worried about that person and wanted them to be okay. And it's like, it's not an option. You just can't. Too many people love you. I think that that I struggle with that a lot. I don't know why, but I I always just choose to be my own worst enemy and I choose to to tell myself that I'm not doing enough, that no one cares about me even though deep down I know that's not true. It's just it's so complicated. It's so complex. And it's so hard to feel happy sometimes. And I know that that's such a sad thing to say. But I just want to be honest. You know, this is how I honestly feel. And I want anyone who's listening to know that... I care and I I get it. I, sometimes I wish that I didn't understand how it feels because it sucks. I wouldn't wish any of the worst emotions I've ever felt. I wouldn't wish it on the person I hate the most in this world. I wouldn't wish it on anybody because it's it's that awful. But I think that relating to people is a beautiful thing even if it's for something that that hurts you know it creates relationships and um like connection that like what's more beautiful than connection you know i think especially for things that make you make you feel pain because there's no avoiding it it's inevitable But I also, um, I saw this quote one time that said, what good is having a song if you're too scared to sing it? And I think that that speaks a lot to like depression and anxiety. Like if you are going to, to deal with this thing and it's going to be there, talk about it. Use it to your advantage. You know, let it drive you and let it, let it, let you help other people who maybe don't have the courage to, to talk about it. Because there are so many people that don't talk about their emotions and I'm included in that. Like, I think the only reason that I'm talking about them now is because there's not an actual person in front of me. And maybe that makes me like a coward, but so I'm a coward, you know, I don't know. But what has been in the past, the feelings that you have felt, they do not define you and they do not determine what you are going to continue to feel. Like I said before, Nothing defines you. And 
to prove that to yourself. You have to make choices that better yourself. And it's so hard. It's really, really hard. But you are alive for a reason. You are loved by so many people. And I don't think that you would be on this earth for no for no reason. Like there are so many reasons and there's such a huge purpose behind every single person on this earth. You just have to keep living. You have to choose to keep living. Your darkest thoughts and your demons don't need you. They don't. They don't need your attention. They want it, but you don't have to give it to them. Your future and your happiness and the people who love you, those are the people and the things that want you to stay alive. So feed into those. Just keep going. And I know it sounds so cheesy, but just always be who you want to be. You know, like, I think that loneliness stems from not being able to, either not being able to or not wanting to be who you are meant to be. If you feel like you should do something, do it. If you think it's going to better yourself and your life, Go do it. Why the hell not? Like, why why not keep living? Why not see what happens? Every time those thoughts creep in, just tell yourself. It'll be worth it. Good things come back to the people who work hard. And try their best to live a positive life. I don't know if anything that I say stays in anyone's brains. I don't know if it means anything. I just I just want you to not feel bad. I want you to feel the best that you possibly can as much as you possibly can because you deserve to feel that. You really 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 do you haven't heard that enough replay my voice saying it over and over because it is it is true so many people love you you have so many more friends and family than you think that you do you know we all downplay ourselves when it comes to that but just live your life choose to choose to stay and to, to try, you know, whether, whether you think it, it looks like trying or not. Everyone is different. Everyone will heal differently. Everyone will try differently. So, if I haven't said it enough, just keep living and being yourself. Anyways, thank you for listening to tonight's episode. I love you. I hope that you have a wonderful night. And bye.